I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, you're listening to the Alt in Our Stars podcast. That is the name of Billboard's rock and alternative music podcast. I'm your host, Chris Payne. And today I'm here with an awesome band. They're called Speedy Ortiz. What's up, guys? Hey, Chris. Hey. Hey, I'm here with the whole band. Maybe we'll go around. We'll do little introductions. Uh, I'm Devin. I'm Daryl. I am Sadie. I'm Michael. Yeah. And you guys just played Terminal 5 last night. We did. Term 5, a one-off show. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was mistaken. I think I was just fantasizing that it was a tour. Because I asked these guys in the way, and I was like, oh, yeah, the, the tour with, with Courtney and, and Torres, but... Just a one-off. No, just one show. We were on tour for uh, a lengthy, several-month period, um, and we got home like a month ago. So it's like a power doing tour. The one-off thing. That's what I call it. That'd be it. a pretty fun lineup, though. It was. Yeah. So how did the one-off come together? I mean, together? for a tour, what was like I mean. the behind-the-scenes? Yeah. So how did the one-off come together? Sure. There. Was, what were the juicy stories? Oh, uh, a, gold, a golden dove From flew Courtney. to our window with a, an a invitation dove? made of diamonds. Yeah. I thought it was a diamond dove with a golden invitation. You know what it was? I think Courtney gave us the, the uh, diamond dove with the gold invitation, uh. and Torres sent us a golden dove with a diamond invitation. No, I think it was just, um, you know, I, I've, I know both of them casually, and we've never done a show all together. And, uh, Brave Terminal 5. So we were like... Heck yeah, well, <laughs> Brave Terminal 5. Brave Terminal 5. Birds were involved. <laughs> mm-hmm. There were birds sending messages somewhere. I have like mild antipathy for last Terminal night. 5 mm-hmm. based on seeing a Guided by Voices show there a few years ago, which I talked about on stage. I got a, like, um, f- you know, if you've been to Terminal 5, you know, and if you haven't, uh, there are huge balconies like, all around the room and... Um, just the thing. People were just like dumping beers off the balconies during this Guided by Voices show. Of course. And I got one all over my head. I vowed to never return. But yeah, the show was too good to say no to. Last night. Come on. You're dumping beers? It's everywhere. It's like, <laughs> oh. Balconies can be tough. Mm. I see a balcony, I dump some beer. <laughs> I forget who. I, at, at, uh, I think it was Irving Plaza. Or Rose, I think it was Roseland Ballroom. It was like Goldfinger and Real Big Fish, and a dude fell off the balcony. He like stood on top of the balcony and fell off into the audience. <laughs> and I bet that's not the only time that's happened at Roseland Ballroom. Yeah, that Somebody was, a, was really that was the downfall of Goldfinger. Goldfinger or Real Big Fish. I forget which one. <laughs> Definitely Real Big Fish. <laughs> so he basically did like a terrifying they're kind of, they're, they're stage very dive, but that was very unsafe. That should so not have happened. Did, like, a terrifying stage dive. Yeah. But that uh. was very for the sake of ska. Yeah. 
I mean, I was on the balcony, and he was the dude who was closest to me, a few yards to my right, and he stood up on was the he all right? attempting to dance and balance himself. Oh, man. He didn't make it. <laughs> is he all right? I, I have no idea. I just saw him hmm. fall, and that was all I saw. He's gone. How long ago was this? 2000. Okay. Summer 2000. But I think so the, he's the, had the crowd seemed yeah. they were not dumping beers, not that I could tell. But I think, I think the crowd seemed they were Okay, that's good. Very respectful crowd. Yeah, very a lot of making out in the crowd, though. <laughs> okay. Good. So moves. not so respectful. Which <laughs> bands do you think got the most? Making each other's lips in the oh, crowd. Yeah. <laughs> Which bands do you think got the most makeouts? I didn't see any during Torres, and I okay. can't speak Corn to our Barnett. set, but there was a lot of smooching during uh, the CB3 set. CB3. Yeah. The CB3. Well, that that's what the kids call them now. That's CB3. what I think that's what they <laughs> call isn't themselves. That, isn't that a Chris Rock movie? No, it's CB4. CB4. Yeah. <laughs> She's got to add one more band member. So she can have that. There you go. <laughs> and, there's a, and there's a second guitarist. Yeah, just add, um, add Chris Rock. He's that would work perfectly. Yeah, yeah he's pretty good. <laughs> playing the same character as in CB4. CB3 playing the same instrument that he played in CB4. Okay. I think that's a keeper. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. I mean, I took it from them, so I'm not just spouting acronyms here. The the drum head, I think, of the kick drum says CB3 on it. You're right. I noticed that too. Mm-hmm. A lot of nice mm-hmm. drum uh, kick drum heads. Yeah, Torres I, has a flashy one too. I felt like we were sloppy. My, we I, don't have I, one. You yeah, guys gotta get on that. A head on front in front yeah. of the kick drum yet? I still just you leave. I still leave it open at this point. <laughs> I don't know. Just. What if we just put like the Metallica logo on Who's one? done that? <laughs> a band's done for that. that? <laughs> just to be like funny, they'll put like a different band's logo what, on What, like there. the Beatles? Just like right on the drum head? Okay. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Avlov did have a Bob Marley. <laughs> our, our friends in Avlov had this like weird jaw phase where they were always like <laughs> shouting out jaw and like talking about like everything being Irie and stuff. <laughs> so, so they, yeah, they <laughs> put don't. Bob Marley on there and like <laughs> They do not I know sound a little like bit. Bob Marley. I know enough to know that they don't really no sound way. like Bob Marley. You're not Bob fan? I'll say that much. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Very so un-Marley. you guys would have the Metallica no, logo as not your quite. joke drumhead. So you guys would have the Metallica logo as your mm-hmm. joke drumhead. But maybe we'd have to like stretch it out a little bit yeah. and invert the I colors so that Yeah, I don't think Metallica lawsuit. would do a lawsuit over I think they'd be down with Consult our lawyers about it. I don't think Pro fans. That's a good stance to take if you're a band. Are really good to their fans. Pro fans. Other than you know. Yeah. Pro fan opposed to anti fan. Yeah. One of my best friends is a crazy Metallica Mm. fan that is in their like the highest ranks of their fan club, and they do things uh, somewhat regularly where they like will fly fly members of this fan mm. club to shows and just well, do they like had, they did the show in Antarctica for those fans. they were the first band ever to play yeah. Antarctica so was was she part of that fan That's group right. that was like the upper echelon that got to go to Antarctica or he yeah I don't think that he went to Antarctica but he uh, yeah. there have been like throughout the years many photos of him the polo you know, is an important detail wearing a polo and hanging out with James Hetfield at some fan mm. event the polo is an important detail it is because now mm. you can picture like mm. my friend who doesn't yeah, look like they the were most the intense Metallica fan. Or no, there's no. They played yeah. at some sort yeah, of Metallica played in Antarctica. A bubble. Yeah. Yeah. There's a venue in Antarctica. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or man, Metallica really wanted to be oh, the, the first band to play all seven Metallica? Yeah. yeah. Or 
Fall Out Boy tried to do it before them, but it didn't work out. I don't know who else is more deserving. Metallica, clearly. Yeah. Metallica's pro-fan, and, and we're pro-Metallica. No, or not that Fall Out Boy isn't pro-fan. Well, they were the Metallica first band that tried. They were like the explorer that was like kind of interested in going to that continent, but it didn't... Yeah, but it didn't quite work out. Like the cartography, the ship technology yeah, wasn't right. quite ready for it. Ponce de Leon. But then Metallica made it happen. <laughs> yeah, in the eighties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all that black album money. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're on a yeah. Billboard podcast. A very good point to bring The number up. one album of the SoundScan era. Got to got to bring in that that industry <laughs> spin with Billboard. Got to got to bring in that. I mean, the core demographic yeah, of, course. of We're here to talk this is of Billboard.com is I mean, thirteen to seventeen-year-olds, teens. Hmm. Awesome. What's up, teens? So, which Metallica album would that be? But you know, black I think album. teens love teens love Metallica too. Teens love the Black Album. They love Injustice for All, mm-hmm. Master of Puppets. I've like uh, taught guitar lessons and until pretty recently. I would have kids asking to learn Metallica stuff, and I taught um, I taught writing at a university, uh, and it was like mostly 18, 19 year old kids. And I had one student for his like culminating research essay that was like a ten page research essay, wrote about basically like how Metallica mm-hmm. has stunk since Cliff Burton was like no longer a part of Metallica, and it was like a research was it a good essay argument? trying to prove this. Uh, no. <laughs> so I think teens love Metallica. Was it a good argument? It, like, no, but I had such fun reading it. <laughs> Was there a chapter on crab walking? <laughs> no. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I would welcome that research essay, too. I like all of their bassists. No, oh, yeah, well, the crab walk's amazing. Mm-hmm. Robert Trujillo. <laughs> yeah, I forgot his name. What's his name? Robert Trujillo, I think. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce it. Mm. Yeah, I forgot that what band, band he played in before Metallica. <laughs> they were probably, probably pretty good. Ozzy Osbourne. Mm. Right on. But yeah, you can't <laughs> underestimate teens these days. <laughs> they're probably pretty good. They have technology. They have things on their side, and they know what's up. They yeah. have technology. Nope. They have things on their mm. side, and they know what's up. Teens know what's up way more than, than I do. Mm. Way more Ever than Ever since I stopped being table. a teen, I've just like... Yeah, let's talk like social... Because I want to talk to you guys about the band with social media. Nice. Soch meads, as I like to call it. I've been <laughs> slaying Twitter for the past 48 hours. Yeah. Just putting it out there. Self-proclaimed slaying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reaching a peak. I'm peaking. What was, what was the peak tweet of that 48-hour period? I mean, I was walking down the street eating a sandwich, and I had like a series of 10 in a row that were just... I remember that. I remember that. was like so afternoon you'd, you'd yesterday. you me on fire yeah. with my, my tweets. I think I had some good ones last night. I just... Uh, it's not even a terminal with a period at the end of the sentence. Simple, but mm-hmm. gets my point across. <laughs> terminal five. Terminal five jokes. Uh, terminal five gets a lot of shit. It does, but especially you know what? among music writers, it's like it's like obligatory. It's like oh, terminal five tonight. Mm-hmm. It's just not fun to be in there. And <laughs> well, the major <laughs> complaint that I always remember people is saying that the sound, sound wasn't very good. But mm-hmm. what happened? However, then? last night was the second show with their brand new PA system. Okay. I have no idea how it sounded. I thought it sounded, I mean, I, I couldn't hear our set, obviously. Yeah. But I thought Courtney and Torres sounded great. It sounded great. I was on the side of the stage. I couldn't really get the full effect of the whole thing. I was out in the house. Sounded very yeah. good. Cool. I'll take your word for it. 
Yeah, I think it might come from the fact that it was probably designed not so much for rock or for, for bands. Yeah. yeah. And as far as like with the different levels, it can be difficult to see the stage. But if you're watching a DJ, it's not as important to really like see what's going on up there. Yeah, yeah something like that is good for like super bassy dance stuff. Like when for Waka, rock bands, it's gonna just like Waka Flocka probably would sound really good there. I would love to see Waka at Terminal Five. Yeah, I would go. That'd to be that. a good show. Or the rave scene from The Matrix. And the okay. second one when they're all like partying in the core of the earth. I think that's that actually happened. I, I think that 5. actually happened at Terminal Five. Oh yeah, that's where that they filmed there it. There every yeah. Thursday. That's their residency. Yeah, is they, the Matrix they rave. The Matrix that's at tonight actually. <laughs> Ke- Keanu, he'll be there. Yep. Or you know, Neo. every Thursday. Neo, whatever. Trinity came back mm-hmm. just for T yeah. Five party. Morpheus, the whole gang. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we derailed into yeah, the Matrix. The Matrix topics, man. <laughs> what about right social media? Yeah, so you guys are really fun, especially on Facebook. I really enjoy the Speedy Ortiz Facebook. We love living in the Matrix, so that's mm-hmm. why we're good at social what, media. What about it? Do you like th- uh, specifically? I like the series. Well, first, you guys do so much press. I was gonna bring that up too. You guys do a lot of press. And I think we're just like down to hang out all the time. We'll say yes. So to if it's like. Especially if it's like we'll meet people at shows who are like teenagers um, who are like, will you do a thing for my like feminist zine? Mm-hmm. Like, heck yeah. Like, yeah. So um, as long as it, someone isn't like obviously evil, we're <laughs> generally down to have a conversation. <laughs> well, I mean, like it, if it, if it's like a Satanist public access show where they're performing Maybe rituals and stuff, that. I w- that sounds very evil to me, but I would probably Might do that. Do that. I will. I will do a Levain <laughs> Satanist public access show. Right on. Anytime. So <laughs> very, very <laughs> open with with the offers of what sort right. of press, which is awesome because not everyone's like that. No, a lot of people hate it. Mm. But I mean, I'm like, we're talking about the Matrix right now. At, you know, 1 p.m. on a Thursday. 1 p.m. on a Thursday. So down. <laughs> club going up. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the club is right here. Yeah. Club is right here. I mean, Lord's here. Lord's in the building. There's a picture of Lord over there for those who can't see. There's a huge picture of Lord. A very large poster of Lord. It's like, oh hey man. We yeah, we actually. I was telling these guys, we actually just had Austin Mahone in the office. Oh man, we we missed it. Turned it around because we thought it would be. You didn't want him to know if he came in here and just saw a massive picture. Was Was he cool? He was. Yeah, he was cool. No, it was a couple weeks ago. Okay. It was cool. Lots of people come through here. All right. Lots of people come through. Who was here two days ago? Two days ago. Um, that would have been Tuesday. Yes. Yeah. You said Vampire Weekend was here yesterday. Uh, yeah, the Chris from Vampire. The, okay. The bassist guy. He's got a solo album coming out. He was here, not the whole band. Um, had this band Paris come in on Monday. Uh, I don't think anyone was here. Not at least not for me on Tuesday. When All is right. so? I'm coming back to uh, New York on Sunday. See Nicki Minaj oh, at nice. Barclays. What are the chances that Nicki will be strolling through these offices in the next? I week? would like to think possible. All right. Well, <laughs> hopefully, you got my I number now. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll hide in the corner. Or there's always <laughs> got a Billboard Hot 100 Fest. Nicki Minaj headlining. Really? Also, that's a thing. Oh, yeah, it's happening. When Long, is it? Long Island Jones Beach Theater, August 22nd and 23rd. Oh. We're kind of around then, aren't we? Oh, We're yeah. Totally oh, yeah. I'll see Although you that, that was the here. entire point of this podcast. That's the... We- that's the uh, <laughs> to get us to come to... <laughs> no, the same no weekend as <laughs> the Exploding and Sound extended weekend, but I think we can make an exception. Mm. 
Also, Justin Bieber's first performance in three years. Whoa. It's been three years since Whoa. the Biebs performed. Pretty much. What's he, or quick. Yeah. What's, he, uh, what's he been up to? A lot of things that weren't really releasing music. <laughs> but weren't really like gaining him a lot of favor in the public eye. <laughs> like no. when he went to the the Anne Frank building and signed the book that he thought she would have been Frank a believer. Oh, he said, no. "I hope, I hope she would have been a believer." Or he said he thought he, she would have been a believer. Oh my god! I remember that what story really well. Do you what remember the leaked like really the leaked text music. with Selena Gomez? Remind me about that one. It, uh, a bunch of texts that like he sent to her were leaked that were like insane. After he had egged a house and been arrested, right. <laughs> there was this like a, and then there was a How picture of him that like same week. Like he went to a strip club and was like. Sucking on someone's nipple and a photo of it got leaked, and all oh this happened no. within like a ten-day period. It seems like, and this was last year, I think. It seems like a rough time for. Yeah, he oh. was. He's he goes through specific periods where he really wiles out. Mm-hmm. There was the time he was like backstage at a club and was pissing into a bucket and saying like, right. "I hate Bill Clinton." <laughs> there was that time. Why does he got to do that? Beebs, man. Why can't he just like work on his tennis game or something? He's got nothing else to do. <laughs> well, that's why Billboard stepped in, trying to like get him back on the straight and narrow. Yeah, yeah back on the tennis court. Performing with Diplo at a festival. Um, videos. I want to talk about music videos. Okay. I love music videos. Yeah, let's talk shop. Yeah, because y- uh, your videos pretty fun. Getting like better and better. I think. Nice. Really likes the. We're trying. I still like the Caprao video a lot. A lot of people don't know about that one. Mm-hmm. But we did that one ourselves. It was the first video we did. Okay, because the first one I know was Tiger Tank. So this was before Yeah, that. like, okay. Caprao was a couple months before that only. And it was, um, you know... It's kind of just random shit. It's random shit, but I love it. Mm-hmm. it, it I, I really like it. Tiger Tank, our friend um, Matthew Karen, uh, just, like, came up to Boston, and we shot it at, a, like, a punk house that we'd played at, you know, dozens of times. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had this idea of, like just a wrestling match taking place in um just like a room full of shredded yeah. paper and we were like we know the perfect place mm-hmm. he actually sent us like four different ideas that he had in mind for that video and we were like well what if we just combine all of them into one so it's i don't know it's he, a very uh, dense <laughs> he knew that um our band is named after a character from a comic book series love and rockets uh by the hernandez brothers it's like a great long-running um, series and one aspect of it is luchadoras and um, basically women's wrestling has, is like a pretty huge storyline in a lot of the series. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Can we get, can we get some luchadora action going on in this mm-hmm. video?" Um, and I got to wear a mask and wrestle my friend. It was fun. It was really fun. You know, I actually forgot our first video wasn't Capra. It was indoor soccer, which Darl did. Oh yeah, yeah, I did do that. <laughs> that was the found footage one. Yeah, that was just me filming stuff on the TV where uh, my friends had stolen cable, so it was all scrambled and stuff, so mm-hmm. I just filmed it and then edited it. Yeah, I th- didn't you have the camera like pointed at the TV for like three hours or something? Yeah, just while I was asleep. Just like random shit. Yeah. And sync it up to the music. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was fun to make. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yes, Devin found his way back. Hey, Devin. We have um, our most Hello. recent video is... Uh, now I can't even remember what song it is. Raising the Skate? It's Raising the Skate, yeah. yeah. And it's like a um, sort of a parody or homage to... A couple of seventies horror movies, most notably Houseu. But there's um you know, we're in a haunted house and Mike becomes possessed by a cat monster. Yeah. And the end of the video basically involves me stabbing him repeatedly to because he's a you know, he's a zombie cat monster. I can't let my friend go on like that. But we um have been like I guess there's like a thing where M T V U wants to be playing the video but can't have like stuff with a knife or stabbing really? so we keep getting like emails from them that are like about the edits they want made mm-hmm. and they'll it'll say like all caps like 103 to 113 <laughs> lose woman grabbing or holding knife like <laughs> nah, absolutely not it's really funny such a violent thing that's not happening you know they can place full <laughs> content when that comes out but i'm just ca- i'm confused it's i'm like happier. bitch better have my money that's a crazy violent video. Is that not getting played They're on TV? Absolutely, oh, that is absolutely banned from MTV. MTV. So long, but really? Rihanna, I'm pretty sure, got banned from MTV. They, they do not play that video. Is it just a knife thing? Uh, it's like a, a lot of kidnap, torture, yeah, murder. Just one of those knife uh, things? It's it's worth checking out. Oh, and oh so they can't show the. Uh, I'm saying like MTV video? hits and MTV clearly they're not going to play it on regular ass MTV. Mm-hmm. I don't what even about, I don't even about? think they do AMTV anymore, which is when they used to play videos just between like 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. What about Bad Blood? Is that getting played on MTV? What's Because that? that's got tons and tons of weaponry. Yeah, maybe it's the blood oh, right. that sets it apart. Well, there's a scene where a knife is flying through the sky as if by magic in our video. And we were told that won't pass the censor. So basically a Harry Potter scene. It's like a Harry Potter scene. It's in like a haunted mansion. Come on. Mm -hmm. Sometimes a knife's got to fly. MTV has has always had the weirdest restrictions. Apparently it's related to when Beavis and Butthead like burned down a house and then oh, some yeah. kid did it mm. and now there there's too many liabilities and they are really I mean, uh, they, the they, fire uh, the fire episode. They mute out the weirdest things from songs though. Like they muted out Suicide from Last Resort by Papa Roach or like in Santeria they censored 45 because it's a gun. Mhm. Like, like, how are those swears? What are kids? <laughs> I don't know. Like, in the word asshole, they'll, like, blank out hole or something. Leave an ass. Yeah, I've, mm-hmm. I've heard that before. Censor the hole. Yeah. Well, I think it's cool that MTV at least wanted to play the Raising the Skate video. Yeah, I mean, the edits are happening. I just don't know how much narrative sense it will make that I need to exercise mm-hmm. a cat demon for they my prob- bandmate. They probably can't play The Graduates either because it's got, like, eyeballs as acid tabs <laughs> or whatever it's supposed to be. You can just sort of hold up, like in those places, hold up cue cards like they did in old silent films that shows what's happening. (laughs) They just fill in the plot holes. Redacted. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I was going to say, I think it's really cool that you guys act in your own music videos because that, to me, has a sort of old-school MTV vibe of artists doing silly things 
acting yeah. wise in their videos. And I think we don't like the idea of like farming things out, um, even for like any artwork that we have. Um, either I do the artwork or like a friend of ours. You know, we had a friend do some t-shirts and posters, but mm-hmm. uh, like videos, we mostly have had. I think only have had friends make yeah. them for us, mm-hmm. and it's like if we just like weren't there. I don't know. It doesn't seem. We like to be involved. We're yeah. control freaks. We're, we're control freaks. Yeah. We're really. such great actors too. Mm-hmm. Really, like it'd be a shame. Well, if we Devin didn't especially, that. especially Devin. That's yeah. Devin's a method yeah, actor. Yeah. The it's band's just, just like an opening act for an acting career. Pretty much. Pretty much. Mm. Yep. I'm trying to get on the Scream TV show. Yeah. We see acting a little bit here and there in hip hop videos, but I think the I think bands frequently like have nothing to do with their videos as yeah, far as rock bands go. Exactly. I think maybe more so in the past when the video for like big popular rock bands was a much bigger thing, like yeah. 80s MTV. But now I think videos for rock bands tend to be much more conceptual. Mm-hmm. I remember like the last time I, the last bands I remember who did that kind of thing in their videos were probably like Fall Out Boy and Panic at the Disco. Mm-hmm. And, and they still do. And that I love was, all like, those videos. 10 years ago. There's a good, court, speaking of Courtney Barnett, the, uh, the pedestrian at best video is really awesome. Yeah, there you Ooh, go. the clown. Which yeah. Just, yeah. She acts That's she's a good like one. really, really good in that one. Mm. Yeah, it's all coming together. Um, another thing I wanted to ask about, you were talking about how you like to do everything and with the, all these projects. I really like the lyric booklet that came with the record. Thank you. Yeah, did you do that? Yeah, um, I've done the artwork for all our physical releases. Um, I studied poetry in college and used to make chapbooks and sort of had the idea that it'd be fun to have a little chapbook of illustrations mm-hmm. and the lyrics. And I think a lot of wanting to put that out there was um, like the t- a few times that I've you know looked on formerly rap genius uh, people had like typed up our lyrics in crazy ways that were totally not how they were mm-hmm. and um, the formatting would be like some way that irked me it's like let me put it out there exactly as I write it in paragraph form and have some illustrations and uh, reward people for buying records by putting in another goodie. Yeah, you actually by mentioning Rap Genius, you actually jogged my memory about something like I wrote down a while ago when I knew I was going to be talking to you guys. Because your lyrics, they they definitely, I think more so than most bands, lend themselves to being annotated like that, to being explained. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, like how do you, yeah, like how do you, you seem like the way they've been interpreted on Rap Genius isn't accurate? Um, well, I actually did a th- an interview with, uh, they've sort of like shifted gears pretty massively at that website. Because they have rock genius as like their rock It's just genius now, now okay. and they're annotations of like news stories and like uh, not just, it's not just like songs anymore. Um, and I think they're shifting towards doing a lot more like editorial content mm-hmm. where they'll actually in- interview an artist and have them like explain what the songs are about and then put all the right, stuff in. Okay. So w- they did that um with me and it's been funny to like i think i had ch- i they were like check back on the comments and like you know respond to some people and i was watching people like respond to the things that i said in an interview that were then ascribed to the like lyrics on rap genius mm-hmm. uh, it's it's funny to watch how these kind of websites like develop an identity and uh it's fun to watch people be like wow i thought this was about something that yeah <laughs> yeah people make kind of w- wacky assumptions Mm-hmm. So you did a, a couple Speedy songs you annotated for them. I think they went through the whole album with me, the new album. All of Foiled Year. Yeah. Hmm. I haven't, 
haven't looked it up mm-hmm. since then. But that's interesting because I mean, some musicians will say like, "I don't really want to explain my lyrics because they're more open for interpretation." But people on the internet will, as we can see, will interpret anyway. No interpretation. And I think a lot of what my my response was like, well, it could mean whatever you think it means, and also it doesn't really mean anything because, like, here's the train of thought that got me with word association from this phrase to another phrase that sounded cool with it. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of the annotations are just like, oh, like, this is a vague reference to an Aaliyah song that I just like. (laughs) Exactly. Get that nice little, like, Aaliyah gif in there. Yeah, I think there is one. The problem is okay. there definitely there has to be. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it, but I'm sure there is. Yeah, they have fun with the annotations there. Well, memes. It's yeah. very freeform. Could I be like anything. The animated gifs are, are yeah. pretty fun. I was talking with someone about songmeanings.com last night. Oh, I remember, remember that, site? that site. You go back at it now, and all the comments are from like 2004. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So what what was the conversation? It was just like remember that. <laughs> that was. Yeah. I'm like, I totally used to comment on that site. But it was, uh, I think the format of Genius is much better because you're just like highlighting specific phrases. Song meanings, you'd have to like read through a whole yeah, comment thread at the start bottom. Yeah, it Looked like Brooklyn Vegan, basically, <laughs> um, of just people like arguing in comments about what the song is about. Yeah, you're right, though, that Song Meanings basically was like a proto version of Rap Genius, mm-hmm. just like before like interactive social media. Yeah. It was just like a long list of things before people figured out, oh, there's a better way of doing this. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What a realization. <laughs> I know. Groundbreaking. <laughs> wow. Rap, the, the genius, well, I guess not rap genius anymore. The Proto genius. The genius people would probably love this conversation. Hey, genius people. I, r- I really think they should have kept it as rap genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I felt cool being like, my song is on rap, rap genius. genius. Exactly. Regardless of the genre, they just should have kept it as rap genius. Mm. Big mistake, guys. Well, so not all praise for the folks of Gene, but mostly praise for the folks of Just Gene. that one thing. Come on, you're looking criticism. up Big Sean lyrics, and now thing. I can look up my own lyrics. <laughs> mm-hmm. Praise. <laughs> praise. Blessings. Mm. <laughs> so that's pretty much, I think, all I had in my end. D- did, do you think we really got through the uh, the social meds? The what? We have a live S- journal. A live journal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tell me about the live journal because I've mostly the, been on the Facebook and the Twitter lately. Mike is the curator it's of the li- live journal. It's a little more DL than the others, but mm. that's okay. Um, I don't know. I think like it's more on the DL just because similar to song meanings, the format of live journal is like so cumbersome yeah. and like not that easy to engage in. You can't really embed stuff. Yeah. Uh, so like a lot of bands have tumblers or. Um, it's like the norm now for a band to have a Tumblr. Yeah, and you know? I think when we started, we were like, wouldn't it be funny if we had just like a really difficult to look mm-hmm. at blog? Yeah, it's uh, not it's not really user friendly for setting up. I have to put a lot of HTML coding in, into it. The background of the the wallpaper, like really obnoxious wallpaper background, is a haunted house. I like it. Illustration and our picture is like a bon me sandwich. That's like a stock photo. <laughs> we really have a stupid website. All we need is a hit counter. Oh, I like it, man. I like it. And too. the song that plays automatically. And the page oh, loads God. up. Bring that back. You are so right. I feel like I tried yeah, to put a hit counter on there and I couldn't get it to work. And then like Dancing Jesus or whatever. Dancing just, Baby. Can we just have the hit Allie counter? Yeah, Allie McPeel Dancing Baby. Can the hit counter all only be 666 like forever? Yeah. No, it's got to be constantly spinning. Remember that one? Because so many people were flying to the page. So the counter just keeps spinning endlessly. <laughs> yeah, and then we have to have gifts of just like 
weird. Look at the baby dancing gif. Flying toaster. Yeah, flying toaster. There you go. The classic. What's up with uh, Instagram? I just don't. I'm not that down. Yeah, give us the skinny. I've been using it to post videos of like animatronic stuff I run into. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm just. I don't. Ha- I don't know. People are so into it. Yeah, and like, it also kind of overlaps weirdly with Vine. Right, which with I have the video feature. I'm basically using Instagram as a Vine. Yeah, and not in like a way that's helpful to my band at all. Are people still into <laughs> Vine? What what is? Oh, Vine? they so are. Really? Is Vine the one where it's like short videos? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, it's a looped six second video, I think. Yeah, and I never really I was way behind on Vine, so when I saw that Instagram was switching to video, I was like, oh, all right, I'll get a pass on that because now that Instagram is doing video, Vine will go away, and it won't matter that I didn't get into it. But it stuck around. It's like, oh man, I'm way behind. Is it still that popular though? Because I, f- I feel like I used to see Vine stuff embedded in Twitter all the time. And now goes, I just see Instagram. It goes back to those teens, though. <sighs> like I said, they are way more with it than I am. Yeah, like, I mean, Instagram? like there's like this whole new wave of pop sensations who get big just on Vine, like Vine stars. Like it's for coming. example, um, Sean Mendez is like the one who's most known. I saw there was it was must have been within the past year. In um, Wired magazine, they did like a like a long print feature about like the stars of Vine, yeah, who were like the best artists, like making stuff on Vine. And I looked up some of them; it was cool, pretty cool. And they'll have like Vine Vine star conventions where there'll be lines of teens like around the block throughout cities waiting to go in and like watch these people perform. What do they do? They just do like perform like like songs, but for seven seconds. I mean, I you're so like grindcore bands. Could be, that would be really cool if it was grindcore well, bands. I think you a lot of it is like because <laughs> yeah, like grindcore would. Yeah, you're right. You could totally this, that would correlate to Vine really yeah. well. You could you could put a whole Charles Bronson album on Vine. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Or Spaz or one of those. Grid grind. Yeah. Man, I do not know anyone, but I could not name one more besides Sean Mendes, though. So I am not the Vine. I remember expert. seeing one that's like a person who makes like weird tears come out of her eyes out of different materials, and that's like her whole thing okay. online, and it's massively popular. She's like, not musical though. She's no, but surprised. it's just like stop motion stuff where like uh, you know, um, in the shape of like a tear, she has like diamond stickers like moving down her face. It looks like she's crying, oh. like mm. cubic zirconia. It's, it's cool. Yeah, no, I, I, w- I was thinking grosser. It's not gross. It's like just some, some cool feelings. Feelings. Okay. Beautiful feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone likes feelings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you shook your head, Mike, before you said yeah. I I was just thinking of like like tears, and oh. and then I started thinking of like body fluid. So nice. that was that was my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Two p.m. on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how we do it. Yep. All day, every day. In case you're wondering, my train of thought, <laughs> it wasn't pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I feel like it's a good podcast. That's I think I think I got yeah. through everything I want. Body to fluids my, my and more. It always yeah. comes down to body fluids mm. in the yeah, end. Teens too. love that stuff. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> don't get me started. They love teens TMI. Body fluid. <laughs> so much TMI. Teen. teen MI. Teen, <laughs> teen much information. <laughs> So that concludes another episode of the Alton Our Stars podcast. Remember, you can subscribe to the podcast by clicking the iTunes link towards the bottom of the story. You can also listen to archived episodes there. Lots of good stuff. So um, new episode runs every Friday afternoon on Billboards.com. 
Check back next week. Until then, have a good weekend, guys.